This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. At seven minutes past two o'clock here on the Power Zone, Loazi Mangele is joining us for this conversation now, between now and 2.30. Uh, this is where uh, we're putting uh, the W and R sitter under uh, the spotlight uh, this morning. They are the Wholesale and Retail Sector Education and Training Authority, the W and R CETA. They form a part of the greater CETAs that uh, we have here in uh, the country. That number has slipped me. I know uh, we have a number of those CETAs here in the country. I'll find uh, that number. I'll give you a sense of uh, how many they are and what they are really meant to do. But Loazi uh, will help us in this particular regard. Yeah, there are 21. There are 21 CETAs that exist here and they are entities of the Department of Higher Education and Training because we know very well that they've positioned themselves to ensure that their skills, development skills, transfer training and uh, the likes and this morning I will talk about uh, the W and R CETA because this is where we see them really boom right uh, the wholesales the retail sector uh, the festive season uh, sees a lot of us visiting uh, this particular uh, facility so this morning we'll look at issues of skills development in uh, the sector through the CETA we'll look at their learning programs the disbursement here of grants as well we'll also look at uh, the monitoring of education and training as outlined of course in the national skills development plan so Loazi is here with us. He's joining us as the creative director at organization Africa Nobuke, a friend of the show and someone that is really, really well vested and privy to some of these conversations that are happening behind closed doors that maybe you and I may not be aware of. But Noazi is always there, ready to also give us a sense of where we are as a country in some of these issues. Noazi, good morning. Welcome to the show. Good morning and compliments of the season, Kajal. How are you doing? I'm doing well, man. Wow, you're actually the first person to actually give me that tag, the the compliments <laughs> of the season. Uh, uh, you know, we work so hard and, and sometimes I was, I was even asking someone to say, has, are we really officially in the festive season? Have we, has it started? Has it, you know what I mean? And I'm like, um, yeah, so now it's official <laughs> because uh, you've said it. But yeah, compliments, man. How's it going? It's going great. Um, <clears throat> yes, no, it's going great. I had uh, a pleasure of sitting with the CEO of mm-hmm. the Wholesale and Retail Theatre, nice. which is what we're going to be talking about today. But I'm having a good December. Everything is all progressive and we're just out there looking for opportunities. And uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, uh, exactly. That is exactly what we want uh, in terms of, uh, you know, the movement, finding ourselves uh, in this particular space. I was saying to Livu uh, that um, I was attending the DTI. Uh, they invited us and we were, uh, oh, they were talking about the move to electric vehicles in the country. And I saw your name. I saw your name on the uh, people that were coming and then I got excited. I got excited and the next thing I'm like, ah, oh, this guy is attending online. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, it was, it was great to really be in that particular space uh, with you uh, because then it, it tells us as well uh, that we are a country on the move. Things are moving 
moving. And as we speak right now, uh, the wholesale and retail sector is a booming retail sector. And and these CETAs, uh, uh, really, uh, one would say that they were they, in, they were envisioned to ensure that we get the best out of skills transfer, learning programs, and some of these sectors uh, really preparing the young cohort to get the best out of what has been happening over time. They're wholesale and retail CETA. Just give us a sense of uh, this CETA. What is it all about? How did it come about? And where does it fit in the greater economy of the country? Absolutely. So the wholesale and retail um, uh, sector education training authority, which is a WNR CETA, mm. little is known about it. Uh, and I'm not going to lie. And, and I say that within uh, the scope when we're looking at what young people at the top of career fields that they go into. So I sat and I had a conversation with the CEO, Mr. Tom Kwanazi, and it is basically a CETA that is um, being set up to facilitate skills development and training in the wholesale and retail sector. Now, most of us will understand what the CETAs do, but uh, we tend to maybe look, uh, have, have, have a very abstract or a misunderstanding when it comes to wholesale and retail, which is something that I would like to unpack as per the CEO had actually, he, he had a mind opening a conversation with him for more than an hour. And and how they, have they been faring? Because you're saying Vetsil is known about this particular sector. And like I was saying, they were set up to really ensure that the skills transfer. We have about 21 of those CETAs and, 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 and they've been in existence for years. And, and Little is known about, you know, these CETAs. What is the CEO of the WNR CETA telling you about where we find ourselves and the, little, the challenges that they've experienced over time in terms of ensuring that we get the best out of them. Absolutely. So they've got some pretty good stats, and mm. I can tell you now that they they employ over 3 million South Africans. And the thing is, we tend to think retail. When we think retail, we tend to think the cashier and consumables at just maybe the, the normal stores where we buy, whether it's your pick and pay or your checkers, you know. We tend to think it's just retail means that I'm going to the shop to buy something uh, which is a consumable or an essential good. Meanwhile, it is such a huge seater uh, because it involves everything from your financial facility, anywhere where there is a property, an establishment that is trading any type of goods. So you're looking at anything from where they sell mining vehicles, all the way where they sell um, trucks, where they sell any type of goods. That is retail. It falls under retail. And then wholesale is where now they would sell um, bulk goods. You know, so it, you can imagine it is a vast, it is a huge industry that probably, um, and, uh, and it makes sense why they hire over 3 million or they employ over 3 million South Africans. And another thing is the skills sets that are required today are major. You know, they cross board almost everything from your architects to your engineers to your uh, financial people to your marketing to a, almost every sort of skill. The automotives have got a retail chain. You know, um, every type of uh, industry needs to go sell the product. And that's where wholesale and retail comes in. Mm. 
So it's a it's an entire you know value chain uh, when you look at how important it becomes uh, for uh, the economy as well. I mean, we're seeing them a lot of uh, programs really attached to some of these uh, CETAs. Do we see the W and R CETA as well uh, just moving along those lines of the skills development? Do we see them actually also doing those monitoring of education and the training that is well needed for those that would want to also just get the best out of this sector? Absolutely, and that's a very good question. And I was very glad when uh, the CEO, Mr. Mkonazi, highlighted that he admitted that in the last couple of years, they have not done so well in marketing and making this particular CETA an attractive CETA to young people. And this was the reason why I said it tends to be misunderstood. I think the word retail or wholesale, we tend to think we don't look at it as a place that we we don't look at it as a place where we can expand our careers. And the reason for that was because there wasn't much marketing or, or, or a lot of publicity around it. But the good thing is in the last five years, they have started some phenomenal programs. For example, they were recently in Kenya with uh, over 100 um, informal uh, traders. Uh, and they went to Kenya to look at the advancements that are happening in Kenya to also give skills to our people. Another very interesting uh, program that they've got, they have just uh, trained over 400 uh, senior managers. These would be people who would be your your store managers and so forth, to now become owners of their own businesses because it speaks to that. How do I advance from being a store manager to eventually running my own business? How do I get capacitated to do that? And there's ways of upskilling. And this is where I think they've jumped a leap, you know. And um, the great thing is they are looking for young people. Mm-hmm. So again, um, it was very insightful for me to, 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 to speak to the CEO and actually find that they are currently building a database, what's going to be sort mm-hmm. of like a mega database where employers, and the skilled or young people can go in there and be absorbed and there can be an exchange of skills and employment. Mm. And that is something that is really phenomenal uh, when you look at how then they're breaking that unemployment cycle uh, where we're seeing a lot of young people that are sitting at home uh, without jobs. So I'm loving this aspect of uh, training and skills development, upskilling and reskilling in a way that uh, people then would find themselves as, as owners. Does he give you a sense of the CEO, Loisy, that there's an appetite, you know, for a lot of young people to move into that ownership space where, uh, you know, they're not just managers, they're not just cashiers, uh, but we see them uh, pushing to say, I want to one day want to come through as a partner or want my brand to find meaning uh, within this gigantic chain, this gigantic store. Uh, do, do we see uh, them really taking advantage of these opportunities? I think, you know, Kashako, it, it really does speak to, you know, there's a lot of this particular CETA, what, mm-hmm. what, 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 what really what, what came to my mind was mm-hmm. I noticed that there's a lot of important uh, departments within government, and I'm not sure why they do not spend money on advertising mm-hmm. and marketing and, 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 and doing their target marketing. Most young people 
are sitting with smartphones mm-hmm. and you, you you know we've got things like facebook ads and so forth and you find that audience engagement from government departments is very minimal and i i was very impressed with the the the, the fact that Mr. Mkonazi had noticed this. They noted this. And they are sitting in a situation where years in, years out, we have an aging population that is still going to work. And you ask yourself, but where are the young people? And he he mentioned that they get the feeling that for young people, they need to make, as government, they need to make this particular CETA sort of an attractive CETA. And all that does, it, it speaks to seriously, and, and it's not just this particular theater. Government needs to catch a wake-up in terms of digital marketing or speaking to the majority, which is the young people. How do we reach out to them? Most of them don't watch television. So they have to be visible, you know, and they have to communicate the message of each department in terms of what do they do in terms of, young people are out there studying or accessing skills and so forth. Government cannot just sit back. They need to put money into communication um, communication and marketing. It cannot just be the private sector. It is absolutely important that government opens their doors and their budgets to just simply marketing. And that, that is what it speaks to. And it's not this particular CETA. It is a lot of other CETAs. I know the transport um, education and Training yeah. Authority. It's called Cheetah. Few people know about those guys, and mm-hmm. they have got a lot of programs. Transport is huge, you know. Mm-hmm. So just like retail, and these work hand in hand because you get transport that that does the supply chain to the the retails, and so the value chain in between that it speaks to a lot of different career sets. Never mind even data analytics, which is what they are in desperate need of currently. And we know that young people are at the forefront of understanding and absorbing and consuming a lot of digital skills. Yeah, no, you're right uh, to say there's a need then from government to come through uh, for some of these CTAs and help them in terms of funding, in terms of uh, because we know very well that they are operating under the Department of Higher Education and Training. There are 21 of these particular CTAs and you can imagine how much of a difference that would make in terms of ensuring that we close the gap uh, where youth unemployment is concerned. If we have a greater focus of some of these CTAs, uh, we channel them uh, in some of these areas of work and we ensure that we upskill people so they can feed into the economy and we see people really then moving into this space without any hindrance and also when you look at what has been happening over time it's also about issues of good practice right where some of these places and the longevity is concerned do you see him speaking about it i mean recently they launched the awards some one of the innovations that i picked up around the w and r sita under mr mkwanazi is these awards that they recently had where they were just recognizing uh, people that are doing well in the sector called the Sectors Good Practice Awards, recognizing organizations and individuals who have exhibited exceptional dedications to skills development within this particular space. They've held this particular session. It was held in Kempton Park and we're seeing them saying that really when you look at it, it's to push people to 
want to study further, go for training and ensure that they get the best out of what skills development in this sector really means? Yes, no, he did mention, um, I'm, I'm, I was actually very surprised that mm. these were the first inaugural mm. um, um, awards in such an important theater. You know, our people have been working in retail for years. And I think, again, it speaks to how have they been selling it. You know, um, it is not just a cashier in front of a till or a store manager. It speaks to merchandising, planning, architecture, buying, supply chain, logistics and marketing these are huge industries mm-hmm. and another thing the wholesale and retail sector is the fourth largest contributor to south africa's gdp mm-hmm. it is an essential part of south africa's growth and development so it, it, for me it just speaks to a wake-up call that has come through and 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 and, and i found out about the wholesale and retail sector um on on social media which which is impressive and, and, and this is what I'm talking about when, when, when I say they need to be visible, you know, in terms of where are the young people. They're online. They're on social media. And just by them being visible, mm. today I'm able to speak about them. Today I'm able to um, help a lot of young people who never thought about it this way, that even if you're an engineer, there's a place for you in retail. Even if um, you are into the ocean economy, for example, there's mm-hmm. a place for you. If you're in the automotives, there's a place for you in hotel, in, in wholesale and retail. Just to mention, Amazon and MassMart are in South Africa. Yeah. These are retail chains that are run by some of the richest people in the world. We know this because of social media, that Jeff Bezos is one of the richest people in the world. He runs a retail, in retail. You know, and and it's amazing. He's in South Africa now. This tells us clearly that there is a huge market for uh, a skills absorption within retail and wholesale in, in, in South Africa. And it speaks to us young people as well. We should not look down on any type of industry or the people working in those industries because it becomes a misconception and we think that there is no employment meanwhile it's everywhere in front of us and uh, we need to be innovative and we need to think outside these boxes that tell us that an informal trader is, is less of a quality trader than these big large chain stores you know and 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 i was just thinking now there's malls coming up everywhere you know people think that working in a store is not uh, such a, a, a glamorous career path meanwhile it, it is one of those endless career paths where you can seriously seriously grow people that are in the sector are traveling left right and center being exposed to large markets you've got the americans largest sectors there your amazon and mass marts coming to south africa no, uh, there's greater innovation. There's been a greater progress over time in terms of what has been happening here. And one wouldn't want to be left behind, especially when you're talking about this innovations, Amazon, uh, you know, you're talking about uh, Mass Martin. How then we seeing all of these developments and innovations within the wholesale and retail sector uh, just moving into South Africa and trying to ensure that we too are not left behind. So, Lwazi, I have Sandile with me here in the studio. He also wants to ask you a question uh, just as we inch in towards uh, the 
last stretch of our conversation <laughs> this morning sandile um hi lozi sandile here uh, so i just wanted to ask actually have two questions my first question is you've actually touched a bit on what i wanted to ask about um and it's about um the the marketing of the retail sector you you speak about i while, while you're talking i hear you mentioning the gaps that are needed to actually put it out there to the young people because i myself as a young person did know about this until today and until we have we're having this discussion, and I wanted to know what are you what's the retail sector currently doing to actually expose the industry to the to their target audience and then my second question will be then with now technology and AI slowly taking over the field what what do you think the industry can do to just equip young people to use um AI and technology to benefit the industry as well very good questions so I'll start with your first question um in terms of being visible in terms of marketing in the last 5 years um what what has happened is that they have started programs and this is one of the ways that for I and I see this happening a lot in government departments it's not as effective but they do it they they started programs that look to number 1 recognize um most of the people that have been working in those in in the in, the, in, in these sectors for a while number 2 they have also opened databases right that mm-hmm. look to invite young people or to be visible to 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 say look guys you guys are skilled uh, please apply however we have to be honest about this they have not done a good job in using uh, the, the the existing marketing platforms like your digital marketing because even on television we do not see seats really really mm-hmm. being um, even in our newspapers we don't mm-hmm. see them so it, it is a lacking point that it's a good question and this is something that they need to work on because in terms of visibility and marketing they haven't started you know they're just not visible however this is what they're doing now is that they are formulating this huge database that is going to be accessible and i think one of the things that they should look to doing is if they under the department of education is working hand in hand with your uh, from grade 10 grade 11 matrix and tvet colleges they should be part of those marketing strategies or open an ecosystem around these areas of uh, skills advancement and then your your second question um who speaks to digital right so mm. what mr mkonazi mentioned about digital is that what we are going to see is that again this is where young people now need to also open their thinking caps we're going to see a lot of different types of shops or retail representation right which means how shops are going to be designed and this mm-hmm. is where our interior designers and our architects are going to come into play the world is looking at building places that um are not going to be uh, what do you call it polluting the air we're looking at global warming so that kinds of um establishments the type of buildings that we want the type of shop setups that we want are going to be very very interesting there is something that is uh, just broken out now in 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 Europe where ai is using windows like big building windows whether at airports or uh, structures or huge buildings across cities as advertising space mm-hmm. and this i thought was a brilliant idea you know the windows don't do much we just <laughs> look outside you know but mm-hmm. think about what reflective uh, generative ai virtual um uh, what you call it a reality augmented reality ai can do if we use those 
as advertising spaces. So these are the new innovations that we will see coming in. However, this message needs to be spoken out. You know, these are the things, these are the type of ads that we want to see on Facebook every morning. These are the type of innovations that young people should come up with. And I think government as well, these departments should be open to new ideas that young people are going to be coming up with. I don't think governments should be waiting to say we have not tendered mm. that uh, particular job or that particular contract. They should be open to new things that they might not have known because young people are very, very uh, exposed mm. to what's happening uh, in terms of AI and, 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 and digital. We're also going to be seeing, because of the electric vehicles roadmap, yeah. you're going to be seeing a lot of um, these the infrastructure, which is your charging stations and those, those those sort of things. And this is where I encourage young people as well to come up with innovation in terms of charging places and, and charging infrastructure, including the batteries, um, and, 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 and sort of do research in terms of what is involved in the new automotives, you know, what, 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 what do they need, you know, as we go from um, petrol to electric. So, it, it, again, it is an exciting time. Mm-hmm. You know, it really is an exciting time, and it's going to speak to us how we get involved and how we don't get left behind is by working in groups, like I've always said, yeah. working cooperatives and present these ideas at either organizations or at uh, meetings or in platforms where on-site, I mean, sorry, online on these websites, uh, we there's always a section where they say comment or so forth. Present them. Mm-hmm. And if we're working in numbers, the chances of, of, of our ideas being absorbed becomes major. So it, it is a hand-to-hand thing. We need to work with our government. We need to expose new ideas to them. At the same time, they need to be open to our ideas because the world is changing very fast. Well, we're not going to be left behind, uh, Loisi, because we have you uh, as one key figure uh, that always makes sure that you plug us, you know, uh, with all of these developments. And I'm excited about the roadmap here uh, where electric vehicles are concerned. And I'm excited about uh, just really, really taking, uh, using technology to our own advantage here and not being scared to uh, tap into some of these uh, different sectors and uh, the likes. Uh, but also uh, just looking at getting opportunities uh, uh, that lies within uh, some of these spaces around innovation, around uh, the fourth industrial, fifth industrial revolution, and how then uh, all of us would really, really, as young people, want to get the best out of these gadgets that we always have in our faces, you know, of Fingers are even fast now, uh, but also uh, when you look at it, uh, we're not getting uh, the best because the content that we are consuming here is not content uh, that is really, really helping, uh, really push and drive us in closer and closer to some of uh, these opportunities. Loazi, I want us to leave it here uh, for this morning. I want us to leave it here for the year, uh, but hey, it has been a really, really uh, amazing year uh, with you on our side and helping us uh, just coming through with all of these. Uh, innovations, ideas, and helping us really get the best out of uh, the economy, especially young people, because I love the fact that you're passionate about young people. You always come through for us as young people, also instilling that hope uh, that uh, really uh, 
all is not lost. You can really ensure that you get the best out of uh, what is what has been happening and what is happening in your life. Just connect yourself, communicate, and try by all means to be as curious and inquisitive as possible because that will take you uh, far. I really, really appreciate you. I appreciate your work. Uh, enjoy the rest of what's left of the year and let's meet recharged bright and early in uh, the coming year. Absolutely. It's been, a, it's been a fantastic year, I'm not going to lie. And mm. I think next year is going to be absolutely fantastic as well. We've got the BRICS kicking off in January yes. with the countries coming on board. So it's going to be exciting. It's going to, we just got to keep the momentum and you guys stay safe, yeah? Yeah, no, you also stay safe. Enjoy the rest of it. And yeah, pray for everybody. Come back and we'll do it. We'll make sure that we get the best as well out of 2024, even better than what yeah. 2023 was all about. But we really appreciate you and we'll touch base soon. Thanks so much. Awesome man, Loazi Mangrele, uh, coming through there as our guest, uh, the creative director at organization Africa Nobuche. Uh, just uh, yeah, one regular feature uh, here on uh, the show in terms of uh, some of the issues that you always bring for us on the table. Uh, we've really uh, sifted through the economy, uh, spoken about a lot that has been happening uh, within uh, these spaces and opportunities really uh, for young people uh, where all of these are concerned. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.